Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits from this afternoon's show. Well, of course we brought you a birthday spread. That's obvious. It's Thursday. But beyond that, we spoke to Paul Martin, the Geordie singer. He was excellent. Who has uh, basically immortalised Amanda Staveley, the new co-owner of Newcastle, in pretty familiar song. Huge Barry Manilow news as well, wasn't there? There was big there, Barry Manilow big news. Big Barry Manilow news. Uh, Mike Bubbins was in London uh, from his native uh, Wales and popped in and saw us. Told us about a new sitcom he's yeah, doing. He's, that sounds far too busy for my life. Yeah, he far does. Far too successful, Paul. He was on good form. It was good to see him. Um, as we said, birthday spread we brought you. And Martin Kellner. It was a day earlier than usual with his week of sport on TV. So here it is, a bumper one. Here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. Um, now I'm not feeling particularly great today. No. And we were trying to uh, we were trying to get to the bottom of why it was, but I left out a key bit of information. <laughs> yes. But I left it out for sound reasons. I'm feeling quite fluey. Yes. I'm feeling, I've got you know I feel like leaden and fluey. Mm. Uh, what a double act they were. <laughs> like, please welcome. And you were saying, you were describing your, your, your symptoms, weren't you, Paul? We, like, then, we then, couldn't work it out, could we? And then I chucked in that 36 hours ago I had my flu jab. And you went, well, that'd be it then. And I, I, But I thought, I thought I'd get an immediate reaction. I don't normally get a reaction to a flu jab when no. I have it. And I thought it would kick in within about six, seven, eight hours. But you're suggesting I'm convinced, Doctor Baker, thick, slow-moving blood, (laughs) and so this is why it's taken thirty-six or so hours. You're a cool guy, Paul. You know, your reactions are nice and slow, and you 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 think that's what it is. Just take it on. You take everything as it comes. Yeah, it's just how it goes through you. You know, so so yeah. yeah. uh, But it was lovely the moment the penny dropped, Paul. Yeah. (laughs) Have you seen Josh Widdicombe's Who Do You Think You Are yet? I've not. I shan't spoil. It, but okay. it is an absolutely brilliant episode right. of the program. It goes on and on. You cannot, be- you cannot believe it. And his face when he works out what's going on in his family tree is an absolute. Well, picture. I'll watch it. I watch will, it. I, it's always a fun highly show. recommended. I will go and find it, even uh, for a Plymouth fan. Uh, on um, on a on a serious uh, note as well. I mean, I was listening to uh, Mark Roberts there, the police officer, talking about drinking in your seats, and I've sort of railed against this and bitched about it because you can go and watch rugby league and do it. You can go and watch some lower level non league football. Yeah. No, not in the national league. Of national course. league, no, national but league Fletch- south and north. You can. Yeah, yeah. Fletcher's off to um, a Horsham Woking game at the week. 
weekend mm-hmm. and he'll be able to have a pint and watch the game and it is lovely it's yeah. quite nice it takes you back to what it used to but I've got to be honest the thought of that happening um, at, at our place at the lane is I, I'd like to be able to do it because I and millions of other people I'm sure could be trusted just to nurse a pint yeah. and just sit there and watch the game but constantly, you could say, there's a bunch of people, there's people that sit kind of in the vicinity. You know, we all sit in here, people yeah. who'd, be, who'd be having about seven pints during the first, and they'll be up and down. Excuse me, mate. This is the thing. Walking up, in front that of is constantly. the problem, isn't it, and with, be, with the seating? Yeah, people yeah. would kick off, you know, yeah. for every... for every. Most people are decent and would do it properly, and, but I think Mark's right. This this isn't probably the time to tinker with that. I'm surprised the Spurs, they haven't just got it in your seat. When they designed that, when they designed that new well, stadium, Paul, in your seat, it comes with its own tap, few optics on the back yeah, of it. Yeah, we just push it where they, where they hold the cup. Yeah. You push it into it, and it immediately fills up. A little optic, probably, whiskey or vodka on the back. In the, in the cheese room section, they do that, but not for what I pay. But no, anyway, exactly. as much as I'd love to see it happen, I don't know what you think, listeners. Would you would you be concerned? I'd, I'd like to be able to do it, but I just know people be up and down and get, get Larry. There'd be trouble. You'd end up having. Old boys win million because yeah. they've had a couple of pints after a, a goal they thought shouldn't have been allowed. I can it? imagine you won't be allowed to do it in your seat. No. I would have, I would have thought, and I would have thought it will be shut during the match, and you can do it before. Well, it's in, not in it's the not middle. Often sh- I mean, people go, they wander down. I, I used to sit with some boys. I don't think they've seen more than about twenty minutes of Tottenham <laughs> in their lives. They don't sit. They're a lovely bunch of lads, but a good twenty minutes before yeah. the end of the first half, they would go down and have a drink, yeah. and they wouldn't uh, emerge till about 15, 20 minutes into the second half. Yeah. And they'd leave early so they could get to the pub before it got too busy. So, <laughs> I mean, the football really was an excuse. Yeah, anyway, Byproduct. But that's by the by. So yeah. let us know what you think. I, as much as I'd like to do it. And I'd like the experience of it. <clears throat> um, are you a bit nervous about it? Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet Um The other thing was, Charlie, um, Talkie United, because you did such fine work with John Callaghan, your co-host on the National Obsession on the... Um, uh, at the weekend, yeah, commentary, we, we, commentary for uh, the club yeah, at the weekend, yeah, and they've very kindly sent us a couple of third, a couple of third shirts, yeah, very handsome third Stri- shirts, black and white stripes, yeah, because yeah, we originally the magpies, that right. is what we were originally as uh, as payment. I'm assuming poor some kind of payment. I don't yeah. know, if, I don't know. Well, it um, is. It's a nice thing to do. They're very than, nice. They couldn't give you cash. But I, we wouldn't want you, cash. We wouldn't. They've want given cash. you merchandise. No, there we <clears> are. So excuse me. You you were interested in hearing today then yeah. about those things that you were paid in. Other than money. Yeah, people will have been paid by, in all sorts, won't yeah. they? You know, that, that we don't want to hear cash or cheque or anything no. like that. We want to know, were you paid in tins of beans or well, yeah. what, whatever, magic, whatever magic it may bean. be? <laughs> yeah, bean. that's it. Did you sell On a your cow? way to market. <laughs> but, um, I've heard this story before. Yeah, do, do let us know. Uh, do let us uh, know. Daily reminder, you no longer play at the lane. Yeah, we, we do. <laughs> we do play at the lane. I'm not oh. buying this Tottenham Hotspur no. Stadium nonsense. Till we get the naming rights... Till with yeah. the Anusol Stadium, <laughs> until they come up with the money, the good people at Anusol, um, then then I'm. It's the lane, mate. It okay. stays the lane. I think it'll always be the lane anyway, won't it? Well, well I'm, I'm, you know, it's close enough, you, isn't it? You're not going to change my mind. There we are. So, um, just let us know about. Yeah, when were you paid? <laughs> yeah. uh, not. In money. Yeah, there in we anything. are. Nice. 81089. Yeah, yeah, all right. That's right. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSHNJ, Maybe you've offered to pay somebody in something other than money. Yeah. Keep it or, clean. Or, or yeah. <laughs> or, or they've, yeah, keep definitely. 
or, or they've offered to pay you in something other than money. We don't need cab drivers coming on with that particular spurious fantasy that isn't true. It's on a website, mate. It doesn't make it true. We've so, seen it. Um, Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet T S H J. Especially if you were expected to be paid mm. in money and then you were paid yeah. in goods or whatever, you mm. know. That's a, yeah. I always think that when I see people being offered, being given a volunteer of the year, you know, were they aware they were a volunteer? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, they didn't put it all in, expecting no. a cheque at the end of it. That's right. Congratulations. Volunteer, you say? <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We did think being paid in something other than money would be a rich seam, and sure enough, you're on fire. Uh, Ellis from Bristol says, I once did a job building a fence for an old lady. She paid me in the form of three garden chairs and an old hose pipe. Ooh, lovely. Nice. There we are. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Plasteru does work for me now and then. Did a job for a guy who was a known bad boy, but was paid with a full salmon. <laughs> Heads, <laughs> fins, eyes, a full salmon. The full Didn't salmon. ask questions and just took it and left. Yes. <laughs> so keep those coming. The day you were paid or you looked to pay someone else in something other than money after Charlie and John from after their fine commentary for the talkie was rewarded with a talkie third shirt. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Amanda, you came and you saved us from Ashley. And you took him away, Amanda You fixed it to save the tsunami Yeah, we love you today, Amanda Let's see those arms. Put your lighter away, Paul. Not if, you, not if you're driving. Don't set the alarms <laughs> off. Have the sprinklers on. It's not a good idea, is it? It's good. Do you like it? It's, it's a good got, impression. It, it is. I'm interested it's, if he does tonight, it. Matthew, I'm going to be Barry Manilow. Yeah, Barry Fanilow. Yeah. Should be. Yeah. Yeah, maybe no. might work on that name. Okay. But yeah, I think that kind of does work. So um, now we play that because uh, this is a, a single that our next guest, the Geordie Singer, has brought out uh, as an ode to Amanda Stavely. Lovely. Um, the now co-owner of um, 
at Newcastle United. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here he is, the Geordie Singer. Good afternoon, Geordie Singer. Good afternoon, indeed. Yes. So, um, does Barry know? I'm just on... The, has, it, <laughs> has he been in touch yet? Uh, do you know what? I haven't got his number, but, uh, yeah, I, w- I would have I sent it to him, like, you know, but... Uh, it's difficult to get in touch with these stars. Yeah, be, uh, very difficult. To get past. Yeah. So, yeah. did the lyric just come really easily to you? Yeah, yeah. Writing lyrics is something that I've done all my life, and um, when I, when I was um, given a bit of advice that Amanda, if anybody would put get this deal through from a good friend of mine, um, I thought, right, Amanda, what can I do? And then I just instantly thought of Mandy, mm. and I just uh, I cracked on the instrumental, and then it came to me, and. Uh, I've been sitting on it for a year, you know, because uh, it was last year it was it was going to go through when we were in lockdown, and uh, I got all excited. And then, as you as you well know, it got uh, boycotted for you know, a couple of different reasons. And I thought yeah. it, I had to put it I had to put it in the vault. And uh, I was I, I never knew if it was ever going to happen. And then all of a sudden, you know, last week it out the blue within 24 hours. I was I was making the video and sticking it up on on Facebook and it's just been unbelievable. Yeah, I was going to say you turned it around very quickly, but that's because it's been in the vaults. Are yeah. you a are you a singer songwriter? Do you play gigs all over the place? Yeah, well, I've been uh, I've been singing all my life mm. ever, ever since since I left school. Uh, in the nineties, I was in a boy band. I had a pretty pretty de- decent success. You know, didn't quite make it in the big time, but we did all right. You know, we got on the Jonathan Ross Big Talent Show mm. final, which which was like the the, the X factor of its time. Yeah. And then um, yeah, we did pretty well. And then when the when the uh, the 90s when Newcastle were good back in the days with Shearer and etc. And uh, I used to sing quite a lot. I even opened Shearer's bar upstairs uh, with a rap pack band. And yeah, I used to sing outside on Sky Sports a few times when David Craig was the presenter for Sky Sports. And I've you know so I've done a few things. I've been in uh, local television. And then the last ten years I've been in Mallorca. And um, I've just actually come back. Uh, all right. Uh, about 10 months ago because of everything that happened with the pandemic and I came back and decided to be a Geordie again and here I am and I'm yeah. loving, I'm loving you never, life. You never lost the accent. By <laughs> you, you, you retain that 10 years in Spain, certainly. Yeah, I just had a nice time in Mallorca with my family and uh, yeah, decided to come come back and I think it's a good time to be back now, very good time. Yeah. So what sort of reaction have you had from the Geordie nation then? Has it gone down well? Yeah, yeah, very well. Uh, the comments that I'm that I'm getting, uh, just I mean, they're crazy. You know, this should be Christmas number one. Lump in my throat, <laughs> hairs on the back, hairs on the back of my neck. Like it's, I think people are, are loving it because, as a Geordie, you never expected um, Ashley to go after that. We've had 14 years of it's, it's like being depressed. You know, it's going through 14 years of football depression. Like. It was like relegation one season, getting back up. Are we going to avoid relegation another season? And that's about as high as our expectations have been. You know, it's been it's been pretty pretty dismal. And then now we've got um, the, you know these these owners who you know we, we don't know what's to come, but it's got to be better, isn't it? It's mm. looking good. Yeah, news just in. Barry Manilow did not write Mandy. No, yeah, he did not write the songs. So uh, that's always the thing the about, about Barry. Who, it, who wrote Mandy? He, uh, Brandy, later called Mandy, yeah. is a song written by Scott English and Richard Kerr. It was originally recorded by English in 1971, reached the top 20 of the UK singles chart. It was released by Barry Manilow in 1974. So it was originally called Brandy. Was originally called oh, Brandy. An, an ode to uh, Cavoisier. Yeah, that's right. All <laughs> yeah. oh, Brandy. Oh, Brandy. Alan, 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 Alan good. Yeah. All Brandy. <laughs> He'd be able to get Alan to do a version of that. So, yeah, so it's Scott English you yeah. need to... Uh, 
I don't think I think you're fine. I think you're in the clear. Yeah, okay. yeah, well, you're not a music <laughs> lawyer. Yeah, Charlie, don't quote me on that. Don't in court. quote him on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Charlie Baker said I was in the clear. Can we so, get the Scott English version of Brandy at all? Just looking know, at the yeah. producer. We'll, we'll, we'll find, find that. We'll find that. Very for good. You. We'll play that for you a little bit. Um, so, what do we need now? Who do you need? Who do you want to sign? How do you, how do you expect the season to finish, Paul? Oh, oh, God. Uh, I mean, do we, we just? I, I still think most Newcastle fans. Um, We'll just be looking to get out that top three, uh, top three, bottom three as quickly as possible, and then um, you know everybody's you know wondering whether Bruce will, will be there on Sunday, whether he'll be gone on Monday. Um, but uh, you know, towards the end of last season, uh, we I think we went away to Leicester and we beat them four-one when everybody was playing well, and you know we um, had Wilson up front and Willock was you know banging yeah. a goal in every game, and we actually looked like a half decent team then. So I, I don't know. Like I think if, if we get the January and we're not, you know, completely rock bottom, you know, I think if they do get a couple of decent players and we get all our big team players back uh, fit, you know, we yeah. could just. I think we just need to start climbing the league. Uh, let's not and let's not make any high expectations that we're going to be uh, international world beaters overnight. But yeah, I just, uh, you know. Just, just like to see some good football like the olden days. Yeah, yeah. So, Paul, um, proceeds from uh, from the song are going to local food banks, I understand. So where can people download it? Well, yeah, I've been talking to the Newcastle West End food bank, a guy called Steve. Got it. I'm going to go and see them all on Thursday. There's a big meeting in Newcastle in the Irish Centre. Uh, just go, uh, you can find the, the song on Amazon. You can find it on iTunes. Uh, donate, uh, if you buy the album from the Geordie Singer page on uh, Facebook, I'll be putting a pound from each CD towards that as well. So, and I'm going to be talking about how to, you know, get a few events in the in the near future as well to add some extra funds to that because it's a very wor- uh, worthwhile cause. Fantastic, good to talk to you. And we'll play a bit more as we go uh, into the break. We're going to be uh, talking uh, headerless football very shortly. Oh, very Thank good. you very much. Well, go all the best, Paul. Thanks a lot. There we are. There's Paul Martin, the Geordie singer. Fell off a cliff at the end. And this is, uh, yeah. What about that? Do you want to hear Brandy? Yeah, let's have Brandy. Come on. We're going to play a bit of Brandy. The original Scott English uh, version. Should we just play a bit of that one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's have a listen. Yeah. Bingo in half an hour. Got a touch of the Gene Pitney's about him, isn't he? Have you ever had a touch of the gene pit? This yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> I can't touch you for it. Apparently. Only. Yeah, to win. <laughs> It's of, it's of that. Uh, it's of it's that. It's a Frankie Valley Gene Pitney flavour yeah, to it, isn't it? You know? of, yeah, no wonder you've got Barry to sing the songs yeah. for him. I've been waiting all my life. Oh, it's beautiful. Love it. So what a great song. So there we are. Uh, Scott English's version of Brandy. We weren't expecting Some young that. people in the booth there, Paul. Mumez will be playing something from yeah, the Blitz or something. Thousand, you know, getting a thousand, thousand yards stare. Play, playing, oh, you know, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Yeah, or something. that's it. <laughs> well, again, it's a great song. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Telling us this afternoon about uh, how you were paid in stuff other uh, than cash, and yeah. uh, we've had a few interesting ones, haven't we? I like, yeah. Um, do you want to kick us off one, yeah, Charlie? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, I like this one. Uh, I once did some repair work on a Wiltshire farm, and the farmer wanted to pay me with a rusty old petrol pump. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, I declined in favour of the originally agreed £50. <laughs> <laughs> I was transferred from a Dr Martin's Premier team in the 90s to a local side 
and uh, I was uh, that was paid for with a set of golf clubs that were given to the manager in a service station on the M3 in exchange for my registration. Registration went one way, yeah. came golf the other way. Together. Four set of clubs were bag and <laughs> shoes. Biggest transfer of my career. This is Andy. Champ, cha- a chap once wanted to pay me with a sheep. Pointed out cash, check or card is fine. Insisting on the sheep, I pointed out I had nowhere to keep it. Well, obviously I'll kill it first, he said. <laughs> I'd put the farmer voice on oh, that's, for it's, it. It's, just, it's, just, it's good to have you because Andy couldn't do that. He would just basically been a different do a, a derivation of John Arlott, which yeah. is what he normally does. Um, once whilst fixing a co- photocopier in an abattoir... <laughs> I mean, it feels like a euphemism. It? it was, I tell you, mate, it was like fixing a photocopier in an abattoir. The manager uh, asked me to take. Asked me. Oh, it was just like fixing. If I'd said that, you'd have dumped that. Paul. No, I, I, it's just. It's your mind, Charlie. I don't bring anything to the table. All good the, stuff. The manager, no rubbish. The manager asked me to take a look at another photocopier which was not on contract. All oh, right. He paid me by giving me the full fillet cut from the cow. Wow. Myself and the wife ate fillet steak like lords. Beautiful. A lot of these are meat-based. A lot of people get paid in meat. They do, yeah. Alive or dead, by the sounds yeah. of things. Yeah. Anyway, um, talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH&J. Tell us how you were paid in something <laughs> other than other than money. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Um, Jason's been in touch. He said, I'm a cabbie. We're asking this afternoon about things you were paid in other than cash. Um, I'm a cabbie and I was once paid with Egyptian cotton bed sheets. Oh, lovely. They were really expensive and the fare was only eight quid. The bloke didn't say where he got them and I didn't ask. Aye, aye. <laughs> Thank you, Del. Think about bed sheets and bedwear, Paul. You think this is a waste of money. I don't know why people spend so much money on this. And then you sleep in a bed yeah. that is like proper goose feathers and proper cotton sheets and... Is that changes is, your life, is, Paul? Is that what you do? Oh, at, home, your life. You, at home, you've gone expensive on that front. Very expensive duvet. That's because oh, yeah. you're in you're in bed all the time, Paul. Well, yeah, you? it's, it's very, 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 very important. Mm. So you may as well have a nice duvet and a nice mattress, mightn't you? Okay. No, do you not agree? No, it's lovely. No, it's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you all the way. Three Charlie. friends and I, this is Paul Blake, three friends and I fell through a garage roof years ago picking pears. Picking pears. Picking pears. Nothing for a pear. Three friends and I fell through a garage roof three years ago picking pears, damaging a car. And for my part of the bill, my dad paid the garage in hydraulic oil. <laughs> really? Nice. <laughs> not everyone's got that um, to be... Uh, I'm, I'm, and that's nice. Stu, um, Sean, the, uh, the window cleaner, says, I am a window cleaner. I do a few shops on my local road, and I get a chicken stroganoff. <laughs> so he's paid in chicken... And, and, uh, yeah, go on. He's paid in chicken stroganoff. He gets a free hut, haircut and a manicure <laughs> for the wife off the beauty salon. Oh, lovely. And uh, he said, I just wish the local pub would have me. <laughs> Sean, thank you. So he's paid, it's not paid in kind quite a lot. Walks along the street, funeral directors, does <laughs> them. Yeah, just just right. pay, paying it in for future. Yeah, he you does know. that. Don't forget, I want one with the gold handles, Reg. He <laughs> shouts at him. I'll do upstairs window. if you give me gold handles. They're walking through the window, that's right. I want one like Elvis <laughs> if I I do inside and out. Yeah. Uh, I'm a window cleaner. Now, a lot of window cleaners. Ten years ago, um, I was paid for a £15 job. I accepted a 12-foot-long canoe <laughs> that I intended to paddle along Yorkshire's rivers. Oh, lovely. I've got to be honest, it's still on top of the garage, having never oh. moved since day one. And we've even had a thrush nest in it a couple of years. <laughs> Ago. Best intentions. Big Rolf, that, that was. That, that's a nice text topic, actually, Paul. Best intentions. Sports stuff you've bought with the best intentions that's wow. never been used. Do you used. want to move on? This is, this, I mean, is a, I mean, this is a rich scene, Charlie. Yeah, I wouldn't I'm, start 
muddying the waters. I'm going back to my quiz, Paul. Who do you think player 1,000 was for England? <laughs> it's a, it's, look, this is dead in the water. Yeah, it's not. This it's is only because you water. don't know the answer, Paul. Player 1,000. Player 1,000 for um, England. Mark Haitley. No, no. Okay. No, no, we'll leave it. Without Googling it, listeners, see if you can guess. Well, they won't Player without Googling it. Well, don't Google it. Have the, a little guess at it. The, the FA's historian wouldn't get that right off the top of his head without Googling Player it. Player 1,000. Honestly, they, they, whoever's coming up with ideas for comedians' daytime <laughs> quizzes are not quaking in their boots this afternoon. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. Uh, joining us in the studio now, a rare trip to the smoke. Yeah. He's Wells, his very nice. own comedian, podcaster, actor, writer. Oh, lovely. Come on. Ellis Jet. No, who is it? Yeah, come yeah. on. <laughs> I live in Wales. I didn't, didn't chase the English dollar. <laughs> it's Mike Bubbins. Good to see you, Mike. <laughs> Hello, Paul. Hello, yeah. Charlie. How are you? Now, we've just been talking about Movember, and this mm. is the time of year when both you boys, probably, you know, a couple of weeks' time, you get stopped in the street and say, yeah. that's pretty good for three days' worth. Yeah. November the I usually shave mine off in November. That's what I do. Is yeah. that isn't it? Shave yeah. it off in November. You don't want to be with everybody else. That's I mean, good. I admire the people doing November, obviously. Yeah. Do go and do November yeah, do it. and raise the money. But the real guys, the real men out there, bubs, have it the rest of the year, put up with it the rest of the year. Frontiersmen of Whoever decided they weren't sexy. Exactly. Women love the moustache. Men love the moustache. Doesn't it give you a level of confidence, bubs? You walk into a place, you've got the moustache confidence. You've got it. Yeah. Have you ever had one, Paul? Mumfordance. Um I did, I did grow one for I did grow one for um, for November. Um, November a couple November. of years ago. Luther Blissett came in. He said he was going to do it, and in a moment, I said, "Luther, I'm going to do it with you." Oh yeah, lovely. and um, it was it was like a just what was rat, yours like? ratty, ratty, bit oh. grey, bit uh, salt mm, and yeah. pepper, like a fourteen year old. I looked like with the bins on. I looked like remember <laughs> Georgia Mildred. Remember the four oh, miles. Of course I do. You're talking to me now. The four of course mile, I do. The four miles. I looked like Tristan's dad, basically wondering about. Oh. But like I, I, it wasn't, it didn't work for me. So no. I'm not wearing the mascara today. So I, mine's yeah. gone. So, Charlie, look at that, Jet Black. Charlie, Ted Lasso. He's getting Charlie, a lot of Ted Lasso. Lasso at the Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, Mike, um, well, yeah, you've you, got everything on. We spoke to Ellis a little while ago. Yeah. Ellis James, who's on, who's on the uh, the podcast with you, and you've yeah, been you've yes. gone live, haven't you? You boys, uh, Steph, you've all gone on the road. Uh, you've been bringing this podcast to the masses during lockdown. It must have been mm. a great joy. It's been absolutely fabulous. Socially distanced pod, yeah, yeah. So distant pod, and we just. Uh, yeah, we had the idea of taking it live and just meeting the people who've been listening to it and downloading it, and uh, it's been brilliant. So we've done uh, yeah, Manchester and London and three yeah, nights in Cardiff, yeah. and we're on the way to Newcastle and Edinburgh and Belfast and Birmingham. Lovely. Yeah, it's great. And people proper going for it as well. Like, it's, like, yeah. it's, like a, it's like a football crowd. Scarves it, it, and It must be, because, you, know, you, you know, it was good for you guys. You've admitted, you've talked to us about it yeah, before. Yeah. You know, it was great for you personally and, and mentally to be doing something at a time when you couldn't oh, 100%, work. 100%, yeah. But it was good for a lot of people, and you've probably been told that over the last couple of weeks. Every gig, pe- people come on us, you know, after every gig, come to chat to us and say how much you helped them in lockdown. And uh, yeah, but it helped us as well. That's why I'm generally, when I say that to people that listen to it, when they say you've helped me, I say, well, you've, you've, helped, you've helped us because yeah. two of us are working comics. When, they, when the lockdown started, we had nothing to do. So it's been yeah. great for us as well, you know. And you're working at the moment on work in progress for a tour by yourself, solo tour. So I'm going to ditch the other two because they're dead weight, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You've realised. Yeah, yeah, you know, I haven't told them yet. Um, yeah. You're going to Mitch, um, ditch uh, Ernie Wise. And, gone, uh, gone, yeah. yeah, gone. Yeah. So yeah, a tour called, uh, it'll be called Throwback when it, when it goes out. There. Okay. Nice name. 
so yeah, doing some work in progress tonight and tomorrow night. In where, where are you on tonight? Museum of Comedy. Don't bother turning up. It's sold out. Sold out. It was. Museum okay. of Comedy. They put all your old jokes in there. Do they? That's anyway? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You've got it. <laughs> Just read it off the walls, do you? Yeah, right? Get him out of yeah, yeah. a vault and he does them. Then they put them back in again. That's Blow the it. smoke. <laughs> what a place that is, though. Isn't it? I've never been. Have you never been? Never been. You've got to get down there. Wow. So You've not played there. Not played there. He hasn't been okay. asked. He hasn't been asked, Paul. Work in progress, Paul. He hasn't yeah. been asked. <laughs> <laughs> don't do any work in Same progress. Same act, 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Got to pay me mortgage. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I know it works. Yeah, that's it. Does it does work. It does don't work. try any new stuff. <laughs> um... The, now, we, we spoke to you on off-air, you were telling us about a brilliant idea. You kind of pitched this idea to us. And if I'd been in the world of TV commissioning, I would mm. have said, yeah, I want six of them, like, as soon as you can do it. It's a wonderful idea. People are going to be able to see it now yeah. uh, on BBC Wales, and they'll be able to see it all around the country on iPlayer. Yeah. It's called Mammoth. Called Mammoth. Tell us the premise, because it's sensational. Tony Mammoth, and, uh, a PE teacher, an old-school PE teacher back in the day, 1979, schooled skiing trip, lost, presumed dead... <laughs> Found in the modern day, brought back to life, miraculously preserved. Gets his old job back in his old school. So, it's funny so already, you're laughing already. You're laughing already. You're, it's not, you've so not heard a good. word of it, and you're laughing already. So I mean, spoiler alert, a brief spoiler alert, there is a shirt against Skins football match in the first episode. So. <laughs> Um, I've always said if they ever want to create, if you ever want to create panic, an over forties barbecue, yeah, <laughs> suggest yeah. shirts v skins. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, great. So that's out on I think November the fifth on BBC Wales. Then it be on the iPlayer. Yeah, and if it goes well on the iPlayer, people listen to it and tell their mates about it. Yeah, well, those of us that were schooled during a portion of the seventies mm. will know that the whole concept of a nineteen seventies sports teacher coming yeah. back now yeah. with the modern sensibilities yeah. compared with what. We put up with, yeah. Um, it it wouldn't work, would it? No, not at <laughs> all. But can I tell you the coup that we got as well? An absolute coup was uh, we were looking for someone to play my best mate from back in the day, who's yeah. got older, who's now in his seventies, oh, lives good. in an old people's home. Yeah. Right? We managed to get a fellow called Joseph Marcel, who played Jeffrey the butler of the Fresh Prince. Wow, who is oh, absolutely fantastic. brilliant in it. So he he plays what was my younger mate, who's now a seventy year plus year yeah. old bloke who lives in an old people's home. Fantastic, and he was he was such a joy to work with. What a what a nice bloke. What a funny man. Stories are just incredible. Because yeah. you were a PE teacher, weren't you? Twelve That's... years, twelve years behind the whistle, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll take it. He insists on wearing the same kind of gear he wore back in the seventies. The, the best. Well, I like the seventies anyway. Yeah. So I got to go with the, with the, the uh, my friend Fiona did the costume for it and go shopping. So I, I bought. We got a red Adidas uh, tracksuit. Mm-hmm. I've got a proper Acme Thunderer whistle. I've got white Adidas daps. And then all the clothes that I wear in my character are my own clothes. Yeah. I drive my own car in it, which is beautiful. Like, yeah. Like, like 77. Tax Mark II. deductible. You're all tax deductible. It is now. <laughs> Brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah so uh, I get to drive the Capri, wear my Rolex, and yeah. sort of put on the, uh, the vintage Adidas. Yeah, it's wow. lovely. That was fantastic. It's a, great, it's a great idea. I remember you telling me about it a few years ago and just thinking, ah, yeah. oh, that's the one. It's, really, it's got a real life on Mars sort of vibe to it. With Yeah. yeah. It's like that in reverse, isn't it? So you're yeah. just taking. And it's taken, well, you know, it's like it's taken four or five years to get. It's to where taken. We are I mean, now. really, as we said, it's a, it sounds like a great idea. What? What? I mean, did, they bought into it once you got in front of the right people. They bought into it, did they? Or BBC Wales were great, and then it was all set to go about a year, year, year and a half ago, I suppose. Mm. And then, and then yeah, obviously and then lockdown course, happened, yeah. and everything was put. I, I thought that, that was it. I thought I got that close, and it wasn't going to happen. And then, uh, yeah. yeah. About six, seven months ago, they said, green light, let's go. Now, our old mate uh, Keith Cooper, former Premier, Premier League uh, referee, uh, dad of Steve, uh, often would join us from what he called God's country. Mm. And fitting with that is that the news today in the world of rugby, the sport you love, yes. is that Christ is officially Welsh. 
This is no, uh, don't. Uh, I've never been on any Your new player <laughs> and Elvis. <laughs> uh, this impression of your of your reply to that, yeah. Christian Zuna, six foot seven, Exeter Chiefs player. Yeah. Um, who, who, who I think had sort of dallied with the idea of being an England player. Is although he was brought up in Wales, having moved here as a kid. Um, from DR Congo, he will be playing for Wales. He's a real prospect. Fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, when he, when he talked to players who had a choice and they mm. chose in Wales, yeah. if anything, that makes them, in my books, <laughs> even better. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is godlike that he's done that. It, so. it certainly is. He, look, he looks a player and sounds a player. <laughs> I think I just saw, saw him on the size of him yeah yeah. that's how yeah. they named him yeah <laughs> quite, quite that's his mum said when he was born yeah, yeah. Quite, yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll go no epidural Ooh, sorry about that what's his Folks, name yeah. Well, maybe yeah so yeah it, that's, that's the news today from the world of oh, that's uh, great Welsh news. rugby um, and um, it, football wise I mean it's mm. uh, it was if you'd offer us four points for the last two games we'd, mm. we'd have put your hand off so I think if we can get four points well if we get four points in the, in the next two now if we can squeak a draw against Belgium at home, yeah, I think we'll win the other fixture, hopefully, yeah. and then yeah, you're feeling good about it. Because you came to the football quite late, didn't you? Very late. Just just sort of in the last three of just, sort of yeah, real just, glory hunter, real really. gravy train. Just yeah. jumped on it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't oh, we're care. good again. Good. Oh, I like the football now. Yeah, I'm really. I tell you, I love football. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, my son just threw my son being bang into it, <clears> and then the, when uh, we did well in the, in the Euros, my boy thought that was what Wales did in, in big tournaments. So yeah, I got I got into it through him and uh, yeah, and through Ellis's football crazy stuff, yeah. football crazy. Yeah. So. Do you ever go to league games or just have you been to internationals? Have you taken? I've been in? to internationals. I've took my son to internationals. Um, we're going to go and see we, when we play the Belfast date, which is the last date of the tour. We're going to go and see the North Island game on the Friday. All oh, right. Looking forward to that over there, and then we're going to go and watch the, the Welsh game in a bar somewhere on the Saturday. That's the plan. Mm, I've right. never been to a league game since Cardiff City <clears> in about <throat> 1982. Yeah, well, that would put okay. you off. Yeah, they did put me off. Yeah, I was terrified. It it would put you off. And you coach rugby, kids rugby, don't coach you? Coach kids, coach my little boys team. Club rugby, cook. Oh, I've got to get it right now, Paul. Even you can't say club it. rugby, Cymru Caerdydd. So it's a right. Welsh language rugby club. Yeah. Uh, so I struggle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I wonder I what some of the other parents are going to make you after they've seen Mammoth. Yeah. When they see you in that tracksuit on the it's on the, the same tracksuit, mate. They, yeah. they'll be, they won't be phased Take the costume the home. Yeah. <laughs> I did as well. Yeah. 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 Wear so, your own clothes for fifty p. Yeah. <laughs> November the fifth. It's going to be. Remember, on remember Wales. the fifth of November. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, that's that's so it's a good it. date to have a show starting. Isn't yeah. Unless it? you like fireworks. Yeah. Exactly. In which case you'll be going out. But on that basis, it will be on the iPlayer afterwards. Yes, please. And uh, we can watch that anywhere around there. Yeah, country. brilliant. Go and, yeah. go and check it out. It's, nice. a, it's a great idea. We'll certainly maybe we'll have a chat with you just before next, just before the show goes That'd out. That'd be nice. Yeah. To I'd remind to, the Paul. listeners, yeah, and we'll have a we'll have a bit of a conversation. Last time we sat in here, Paul. Well, I yeah. sat in here with Bubs, and um, he co-hosted with me on a Saturday once, mm. and uh, it was the day of the uh, oh, England South Africa World Cup right. final. And there's a clip, and I you wonder did, if we can yeah. put it back out actually, yeah. if, uh, mm. if producers want to find it of uh, of Mike. I'm trying to read sort of a very serious news story, and the whistle's going off. Uh, uh, at, at the World Cup final, mm. and and Bubbins is just cheering South Africa on, absolutely delighted. <laughs> South Africa scored a try, and I went yeah, nuts. Yeah, he went absolutely <laughs> nuts. Like his headphones come off. It's like Wales have just won the World Cup. You know, he's just <laughs> delighted Lovely. about it. Oh, I do apologise. There we are. So these works in progress. Finally, can people are there tickets available nope. elsewhere? No, don't bother. Just sold. Don't bother. Don't bother. Don't coming. bother. Come and see the tour in the new year. Yeah, that's it. So <laughs> he would have honed it by then. You won't get any of the rubbish like this yeah, lot tonight. Will. Exactly. You'll yeah. get the good stuff. He knows yeah, the What's your name, stuff. mate? A lot of that tonight. Yeah, a lot of crowd, lot of crowd yeah. work. Tonight. I sang a song last at the end, oh, just to fill. Yeah. Just to fill. <laughs> fill the hour. <laughs>
Now, you may know the answer. This might, as a, as a man who's come at the world of uh, football, but uh, Talk Sports' new quiz book is out today. And to celebrate the launch, we're testing everyone's sporting knowledge. Eric Cantona played for France 45 times during his career, but which other sport did he represent his country in? A, a bit of a trick question. a lovely quiz question. It's a bit of a trick question. It's a trick question, is it? So, chess. It's not Kung Fu, is it? Chess. You're going chess, Mike? Kung Fu, no. Kung, not Kung Fu. <laughs> that's a bit on the nose, isn't it? Yeah, you're going Kung Fu, yeah. are you, Charlie? <laughs> Representing the French Kung Fu team, well, of course. Yeah. That's yeah, There we are. Uh, so, chess, Kung Fu, talk sport listener. Very good. Well, uh, have a guess, and we'll tell you uh, on the other side of the news and sport. Good to see you, Mike. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Paul. Cheers, Charlie. Lovely Take care, Mike Bubbins here. Look out for Mammoth. Uh, November the 5th, so we'll catch up with him just before it goes out. A, a sensational idea for a sitcom. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. That music signals the arrival of Martin Cowell. Let's Love bring Martin stuff. in because he likes a quiz. <laughs> Good afternoon, quiz. Martin. How to? You all right, boys? Yeah, now, day earlier than usual. Don't worry, it's not Friday. Probably somebody just woke up <laughs> having done nights or something. <laughs> Blimey, it's Friday. I've been asleep for 36 hours. Um, we've got the Talk Sport quiz book coming out. We're celebrating by oh, testing right. everyone's sporting knowledge. We did ask uh, which other sport did um, Eric Cantona represent his country in, apart from football. Um, would you would, hazard a guess, Martin? Other sporting? Uh, fencing. Well, we had fencing, we had kung fu from Charlie, bit route one. Uh, Bubbins, what did he go <laughs> for? He went chess, didn't he? Chess. Uh, a lot of people got it right. Um, Emerald, Callum, who Dave, else got the West Ham fan. Andy, yeah, loads of people did. It was beach football. It was a bit of a trick question. So oh, beach yeah. Football, yeah. Fair enough. And so for more sports trivia and fun, grab yourself a copy of the new TalkSport quiz book, available now from Amazon at all good bookstores. Martin, mm. what have you been watching on the TV this week? Well, I just thought I'd start by uh, reminding people about the brilliant series Inside Number 9. Oh, yeah. Which, mm. Yeah, it's fantastic series. Um, Steve Pemberton, Rhys Shearsmith, and what it does is it has a football one, the one with the referee. Yeah, David Morrissey playing the ref. Yes, yeah, correct. Last right. match of the season, and uh, it's it's uh, the only reason I'm mentioning it is that it's out there again. Is it? Uh, yeah, it was, they're showing them on gold, and right. uh, you can you know when you go through the uh, the menu of things that you can watch, you can watch mm. it again. So it's up on you know if you go to gold. And I mean, consider it's a half hour comedy show. David's level of research that he did to play that part was uh, <laughs> he got in touch with me and he said. Could you put me? I want to speak to a, a referee, a, a pretty close, a, a known referee mm-hmm. that could give me some guidance. So I put him in touch with Graham Pohl, who knew of his work and was very mm. happy to help him. But they had, they had conversations about it. He wanted to get a feel for for the job and the processes and stuff. So he, you know, he, he took it seriously. Yeah, he took it seriously. And I think it shows mm. in the uh, in the program as well. Yeah. Lots of brilliant lines in it. But I think my favourite is uh, he says it all went to pot when we started wearing coloured shirts. Sometimes we're out there, we look more like Shawadi Wadi than referees. So many good lines in it. Yeah. So w- well worth watching. But I, I just thought I'd mention it because you can catch up with that. Mm. It's called the referees. A W. Yeah, it's very. It is a very good one of of an excellent series. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cracker. I mean, some of them are a bit difficult to get into because some of them are sort of really strange. Mm. But this is one that we we all know the milieu, and I think we can get into it. So, sure. uh, so that's great. Um, I watched uh, All or Nothing on uh, it's on Sky now. Actually, it was originally on uh, Netflix, mm. uh, and this is the All or Nothing, the Arizona Cardinals. So this is um, a bit like the Tottenham thing or the City yeah, thing, where they precisely. take a, a, fo- a sports franchise and get behind the scenes. Yeah, mm-hmm. indeed. Yeah. And it's Bruce Arians who. Uh, 
uh, is now the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But uh, when this was shot, which was between uh, 2013 and 2017, uh, he was the coach of the uh, the Arizona Cardinals. And uh, I just I enjoyed particularly his very first meeting with all the players, where he spent a lot of time telling them not to park in a space with a name on it. Somebody had parked in his parking spot, and he <laughs> turned up there and he couldn't get parked. So there was a, and I thought to myself, that's about the least popular opening meeting with the players since uh, Brian Clough uh, started at Leeds United. <laughs> Um, he didn't quite tell him to put all the things at dustbins, but he said, you know, sort of part of watch where you're parking. Um, but it is it is interesting how sort of peripatetic uh, American sports coaches are. Um, because as in the sort of intro to the show, they say, after wandering for 40 years, Arians has found a home in the desert. Um, he's bounced around as an assistant, they say, and then he goes through the places that he's worked. He said, um, right, the number of times we got fired and had to move. Virginia Tech, the first one, uh, went to Mississippi State. We left there for Alabama. Alabama, we left for Tampa. Got fired there, went to Kansas City. Got fired in Kansas City. Went to New Orleans and got fired. Went to Indianapolis, got fired there oh. with the Steelers for it. And it was just, it was like a Greyhound bus schedule. <laughs> Kids can't stay at the old school. They're going to have to no. move. I mean, this is the thing. It's yeah. it's a real family upset. I mean, it's it's one of these things that people take for granted. They oh, they're lucky to be doing the job, but it's it's tough yeah. on their families when they get just shipped off like that. As much yeah. like footballers as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, although I think more in uh, more in his case, you know, as a coach. Um, and then it was from there. It was it was entertaining, and they always are. I mean, the Spurs one was, the Man City one was, but they're all you know approved by the club and everything. And we have the usual ups and downs. They've never won. I think I'm right in saying I'm not an American sports expert, but I think I'm right in saying the Cardinals have never won the Super Bowl. So he he got them about as far as they've got. Um, but it's the usual thing, you know, the quarterback was uh, playing on his second reconstructed knee. Yeah. And, yeah, and there are all those, you know, the sort of injury mm. problems, the loss of form and all that. Um, so if you if you love American sport, mm. well worth, you okay, know, yeah. it Check gives you out. a wee bit of an insight. Uh, also watch the uh, BBC documentary Football, Gambling and Me, mm. uh, Paul Merson. Not a secret, of course, that uh, Paul was um, uh, and is still, as he says, addicted to gambling. And all you can do, really, is wish him all the best because he says himself, he's not had a bet for nine months, mm. at least when this was filmed, he hadn't. <clears throat> and uh, it, it's bleak because he says, it frightens me. You know, it's in me, it's still there, yeah. and it frightens me. And I don't think I've got another recovery in me because... Clearly, it's a story that, you know, he has recovered mm. from uh, time to time. I think there's been, I mean, it, it's a problem because in the programme, they say there's uh, half a million problem gamblers in the country, which is a lot. But of course, it does mean there's, you know, several million non-problem gamblers. Mm. Um, I, was, I was reminded of, a, 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 you know, so clearly things have to be done and you want you know you want help for people like paul who have got you know who've got the problem and you know they'll never be rid of it 
it's in there. They send him round to, he goes round to a couple of uh, brain scan mm. uh, people. He goes to Imperial College and they do a sort of map, a diagram of his brain. And you can see that he's shown images, uh, gambling images, and it sort of lights up, if you mm. like. And mm. there are the, the hot areas there. And they show him images of other things that most people find pleasurable, like family, food, the seaside, whatever. And of course, he doesn't, it doesn't light up as, um, you know, strongly as it does with, with gambling images. Uh, but all the research doesn't really make uh, a whole lot of difference. It doesn't explain the story, which seems, you know, to those of us who like a flutter, it doesn't really explain how you get to the level that, uh, you know, that Paul Merson got to. Yeah. Um, specifically, one, you know, one, I mean, he's, God bless him, he's got a sense of humour about it. But he was saying there was one thing where he had £30,000 that he'd won uh, in a brown paper bag. And um, he gave it to um, Harry Redknapp, who was his manager at the time. And would, he, would that have been at, um, I'm trying to think where it would have been. Portsmouth. No, Portsmouth, yeah. Portsmouth, of course, yeah. yeah. So he gave it to uh, Harry Redknapp uh, to hold for him because it was 30,000 and he didn't want to leave it in the dressing room. And uh, Harry Redknapp puts it in the pocket of his tracksuit and then he's running up and down the touchline, celebrating something, and there's 50 pound notes coming out of his pocket <laughs> as, he's, as he's running up and down the touchline. Um, so, but it's difficult to know what to do. Uh, the, the only thing I would say, as somebody who does like to gamble, you know, not excessively, but I do like a flutter. I have a, a spot on the show where we tip horses. Lots of shows on Talk Sport, sure. you know, are connected with gambling. Mm -hmm. The whole game of football's connected. What I would say is that the, the the companies, the betting companies, do have to be way, way more careful uh, and uh, make a real effort with the sort of VIPs and um, you know giving rewards to people mm. um which you know because they're using ai and that sort of stuff they know that their profits are coming from what you can call high rollers yeah. what i prefer to call big losers because that's where their money comes from mm. it doesn't come from those of us who you know lose 10p at the weekend or whatever yeah. you know it, it comes from those high rolls so i think they have to be much, much, much more solicitous, if you like, of their customer base and the ones who are gambling in a way that's easily identifiable as problem gambling no. uh, and uh, work together with, you know, with the agencies who can help people because it can turn into a problem, but it's also it doesn't turn into a problem for millions and millions and millions of people, which I think is a point worth making. Yeah. Martin, you know, you'd, um, you'd normally no, I'm not come back in, tonight. No, no, you're not back tonight at uh, one o'clock. Tomorrow one night. No. Tomorrow night, yes. So, and you'll be back with us though Friday week, I take it. Friday week, normal yeah. Slot. Fantastic. Yes, I hope so. Well, thank Absolutely. you, Martin. We'll catch up with you then. All the best. Yeah, no worries. Uh, Martin yeah. Kellner there. You've uh, confused people, uh, Paul and Martin. Yeah. Wirral Hornet, Steve, I've just turned in your esteemed radio programme. Martin Kellner is on. Yeah. It's Thursday, I'm confused. Yeah, exactly. Confusing it people. It's a one-off. We don't like messing with us, you know. But Martin couldn't, we couldn't do tomorrow. We didn't want he to said he's out, not then. an American sport um, expert. Oh, you know? okay. I know that's Fridays as well. That's Fridays as well, yeah. We haven't got Todd Macklin coming up. We haven't gotten to that extent. The Moose is going to join us very okay. shortly. There he was are. in a room. Uh, yesterday, for the first time since March 2020, uh, speaking to another manager. Oh. What a joy it must have been. Lovely. Maybe we'll see more clubs now going back to... Because you do get a completely different dynamic. The whole thing, you know, we, we enjoy the press conferences of the managers, want to hear what the gaffers have got to say, all of us as football fans before games. And the Zoom thing is, you know, look, it was, it, it was important and it had to happen. We had no choice. But to see Watford get everybody back in a room yesterday, yeah. maybe it's the, it's the start of something. Good well, stuff, hope we, so.
We'll hear from Ranieri very shortly. Um, the 1,000th England player, a lot yes. of the talk sport listeners... A lot of people got it right. ...knew they've, it slash They've enjoyed it, it. They've not looked it up, Paul. You're very cynical who, about this who, quiz. Who was it? This new daytime quiz that... I'm launching today. A lot, lot of love for it on Twitter as well. Charlie Baker, Charlie Baker's Know Your Caps or something. What's it called? Play Your Caps. <laughs> Play right. Your Caps. Play right. Your Caps. There right. it is. There we go. Higher than Neil well, that's Webb. What, that's what Jimmy Bob White says. You're getting yeah. your format of your quiz wrong, Charlie. Yeah. Needs to be play your cards, cards right. Higher or lower yeah. type quiz. There we go. Type quiz. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> there we are. Webb X the roofing. Webb Pierce was either 999 or 1001. He was... 1,000. It was Neil Webb. Neil Webb. There yeah. it is, Neil Webb. Forest and United player, Neil Webb. People enjoyed so it, Paul. You're spoiling people's afternoons. Even more quizzes. Okay, and keep telling <laughs> us about those things that you... Um, Mike Barney's never got round to telling us, did oh, he? Oh, yeah. The things he was... He, he told he, us off there. He said he's been paid with a sunbed. <clears throat> he got paid with a sunbed for, for a stand-up gig. <laughs> I don't know, it was a bit weird. Anyway, keep those coming. We've got lots to get through. We'll do our best to do that before uh, four o'clock. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. So, there we are. Uh, let's bring you the birthday spread that point the show myself and Charlie have to try and guess the ages of ten people that Andy is going to give us um, he's going to have a great gag attached to each one of them Jeff Peters will keep score and a margin of error will build mm-hmm. won't it as we try and guess these birthdays and it's the person after ten birthdays that has guessed all of them in the least amount of years wrong is the winner. There it is, Paul. Good afternoon, Andy. <clears throat> Good afternoon, boys. And uh, I'm bringing out a birthday spread book, actually, oh, featuring all my, all my best gags. It's a pamphlet. <laughs> I'm sure it is. That's right, yes. Yeah, well, let's we head. one solid gold one a week, I think. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> well, it would be a pamphlet, then, wouldn't yeah. it? If he's just one. Uh, Jeff Peters keeps the score. Good afternoon, Jeff, from your nerve centre. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> Wrong button, yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. I mean, there's late and there's late, isn't there? Really? <laughs> there's a late. Yeah, that was the gag. That's very, um, very yes. in. Very good, in. Good afternoon, chaps. Paul leads 5-3 after his win oh, last week. Oh, All very exciting. Jeff. And this was during the Rushton years, the, the, the uh, long-forgotten Rushton years, where what was the final score that Max left us with in the Rushton years? Can you remember? I'm going to put you on the spot there. four. He's got yeah. 24, three or four. I've got it here somewhere. Yeah. We'll come back to it, Jeff. 23-5. 23-5. Yeah, 20, I think 23-5 Anyway. Lagging behind. So uh, do you want me to go first, Charlie, or not? I'll give you the choice. Would you like to go first or shall I go first? I was working on, 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 on a mugs-off situation. Okay, mugs-off. No, you, you, go on then, you're off okay. first. So Charlie goes first. Andy, what's the first birthday? Uh, it's Bruno Mars, mm. the singer, Bruno Mars. And uh, you won't be surprised to know that Mike Parry and I were up against Bruno in a TalkSport charity match. Right. And when he scored, Mike, who was supposed to be marking him, blamed me for his goal. You're on Mars. You're on Mars, that's right, yeah. So that was fun. That's how you do it. You fire it off straight away. You don't <laughs> need to handy hanging out to dry like Jeff did last week. I think week. he's older than you think. I Is think he? he's older than you 86, think. 86, you're going to go for <laughs> No, he, no, not up there. I think he's in his 30s, which for a pop right. star is quite old, isn't he? 32. I'll go 36. He is 36. Oh, aye, aye. That's Ooh, not so bad. Start. Good start. Yeah, direct hit for Paul. Charlie, four out. And Bruno Mars is also a life coach. Is he? Yeah, every 24 hours he calls me with advice <laughs> on my job, oh, yeah. how to chill out, you know, how to, you know, have fun. Because a miles a day helps you work, rest and play. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do I, I, you know what? I was fully expecting you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be life on Mars, but there we go. Life on, yeah. There was a lot of ways you could have oh, gone really with it. Yeah, was. Of course. Yeah, yeah. You got any Mars material? Okay, no, I'm leaving okay we'll move on. We'll move on. <laughs> Next <laughs> birthday, he's uh, the actor from Bergerac and Midsummer Murders, mm. John Nettles. Yeah, okay. John Nettles. John Nettles, and, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I once swindled him out of his fee for an acting job. Did you? But I felt no remorse. I really enjoyed stinging nettles. Oh, hey. nice. This is very good. Nice. Born, nice in Cornwall. Music, Born in Cornwall, Paul. You really? Yeah. So what well, he used to drive around? Was it a Morgan? He used to was drive a little sports car. Was it a Morgan in, in, in Jersey, yeah. yeah, in, yeah. In, in, that was the character, wasn't it? Can't remember anyway, listeners all know. Um, I, John Nettles. <laughs> John Nettles. He popped up in a toast a little while ago, didn't he? He was, mm. he was a little cameo. With Matt Berry. I'd say he is 74. Mm, I'm going to go a bit older, I think. I'm going to say 80. He's 78. Oh, OK. Not so bad. So uh, what's that done to the scores, Jeff? A little bit clawed back there. Paul, four out. Charlie, two out. So it's Paul, four. Charlie, six. Okay, Charlie up next first. Here, Here we, we go. go. Okay, it's the uh, U.S. Women's Open golfer Michelle Wee. Michelle Wee, okay, yeah. and as a final leg of an, uh, a lucrative accumulator, mm. I bet on Michelle winning a speed golf competition. The first three bets came in, so it all hung on the final result. I was desperate for a quick wee. There we are. <laughs> there we are. Thought you were going to go down the Nintendo route there. Yeah, you could. Then. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, no, Nintendo done. in the dressing room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so. Michelle. There we go. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that she's older than you think, because she, yeah. she was famous a, a long time ago, yeah, isn't she? Yeah, and in her teens ago. then, yeah. so... 29. That's a good guess, Charlie. I'll go... I'll go... It's a big birthday for her. I'm going to go 30. 32. Oh, okay. OK. Not a big birthday then. So what's that down to the scores, Jeff? Uh, two out, you, Paul. Uh, three out, Charlie. So Paul, six. Charlie, nine. Very fair close. Fair. Good fair. scoring mm, so very far. Very little in it. Very tight. So what's next, Andy? It's the field hockey hockey player and Olympic gold medalist from 2016, Maddie Hinch. Oh, yeah. Maddie Hinch. And at one time during my minicab driving career, uh, the dispatcher <laughs> called to say there were two jobs, Emil Heskey and Maddie, but I could only have one of them. So I argued my point for both jobs. I said, give me a Hinch and I'll take a meal. Oh, oh very oh, good. Yeah, that's yeah, good. That's yes. good. Oh, you see, Andy. Very, very, very that's good. That's the well. winner. That's that the one you're playing the pamphlet. That's, that's the pamphlet. One, one for the pamphlet. Definitely one for the pamphlet when you bring it out. Um, Who is it, me or Paul? Mag, uh, it's me, I think, Maggie Hinch. Uh, Maddie, Maddie Hinch. Uh, Ma uh, Maddie Hinch, sorry. Maggie, uh, not, uh, yeah. Wake uh, up, Maggie. That, you can do that. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go uh, 40. Ooh, are you? Okay, he's a bit older than now. that. He's a bit older than that. 2016. Yeah, yeah, I reckon she's... 31. Oh, OK. 33. Okay, Ooh, yes. Sorry, Maddie, if you're listening. You don't look it. You don't look 40. I just thought... Anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. I'm upset her now. I'm upset her now. I'm not going to claw it back, am I? It's gone. Do you imagine, yeah. Can you imagine if any of these people are actually listening oh, to yeah, the yeah. radio? For, for, their, you, for their birthday. Yeah. 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 Some of them are thinking, I thought my birthday was three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> so but Charlie yeah. just two out on that. Paul seven out. So Charlie now in the lead. Charlie on 11. Uh, Paul is on 13. Wow, what about that? Charlie goes first before we go into half-time. Here we go. Yes, last, last one for half-time. Uh, rugby Union player, played for England from 97 to 2007, Martin Corrie. Martin Corrie. And Martin did fantastically well in a celebrity boxing night I organised. Uh, he defeated Ross Kemp, Steve McFadden and Adam Woodyard. Yes, once again, Corrie beat EastEnders. Hey, that's that's nice. so bad. Okay, uh, I'm um, going to say he is um, 40. You're going to go 40. I'll go a little bit higher than that. 46. 
48. Oh, very 48. good. 48. So, what has that done to the scores, Jeff, as we head into half time? Well, it's been a fantastic first half. Yeah. It's Paul 15, Charlie 19. At the halfway stage last, last week, it was 32 30. So, oh, right. okay. so much better scoring. And then, of course, Leslie Glaister came along and, uh, yeah, um, and put Charlie out no, of, yeah, uh, out of the game. But, Can yeah. I just question a scoring a minute? It was 9 yeah. 7 at one point, and then yeah. I think Paul was 9 6. 9 6. There we are. Thank you. Aye, aye. He's going down the Rushton route. It's going down the Rushton route. It was only a matter of time. (laughs) (laughs) Only a matter of time before. Anyway, we move on. We'll bring you the second half of the birthday spread with the scores delicately poisoned. 19-15 in a few moments' time. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. One of the listeners says, this section is getting overproduced. <laughs> the jokes aren't. Makes a change something on this show, being exactly. overproduced, isn't it, nice really? Oh, that's a shame. So, um, Eddie, yeah, another one gone home there. Uh, he's not listening, he's watching Neighbours. So, he just told us he's not, never seen Jaws. So he's never seen Jaws, the producer. What sort of child producer have we got who's never seen one of the finest films of all time? Oh, brilliant. He's going he's gonna to put that right tonight when the you band. get home, aren't you? He's going to go and watch it then. Anyway, it's the birthday <laughs> spread. We're halfway through. It's 19.15. I'm on 15, which means I'm leading. Mm. And uh, I'm up next with the first one. Um, and Andy, what's number no, six? No, Paul, you're not leading. Oh, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not leading. Am I not leading? No, 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 you're 19, you 15 down. Oh, I'm losing. Oh, OK, fair enough. Well, oh, no, you are winning. Sorry, 15, 19, you are winning. Sorry. Jeff, you're, See, it's not overproduced one job. after all, one is job. it? No, one job. <laughs> you think this is overproduced, mate? That's true. Anyway, 15, 19. That's right, one job. Joe, the old joke about Joe. Anyway, we move on. Andy. It's the actress Sojourney Weaver. Sojourney Weaver. Sir Johnny Weaver. Sir Johnny Weaver. Sir Johnny Weaver. Johnny Weaver. Johnny Weaver. He's the old racehorse owner. Johnny Weaver. You know Johnny Weaver. Sir Johnny Weaver. Sir Johnny. Benson Airfield. Sir Johnny Weaver. We got a private plane up to Cartmel. Me and Johnny Weaver drinking champagne in. Yeah, Johnny Weaver. Sir Johnny Weaver. What a lovely actor he was in Alien. You ain't going to beat Sir Johnny Weaver today, Todd. Anyway, keep going, Andy. Good old Sir Johnny. Forever known. From now on, Sir Johnny Weaver. He bought his knighthood. bought his knighthood. Disgusting, it was. Some favour to remember a government. Anyway, go on. Yes, I organised I organised a trip, actually, for both of us to travel to the equator. Yeah. Yes, I took Sir Journey to the centre of Earth. Oh, Sigourney to the centre of the Earth. doesn't work, does it? Not really, no. Sigourney to the centre of the Earth. Oh, dear. And he made wasn't Sigourney. They were a workshop. Trip, I, it, it and I looked up her name and I realised yeah. it wasn't pronounced that way. No. Uh, 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 Sigourney Weaver. Uh, um, is it you <laughs> first, John? Is it no, it's you, Paul. It's me. She's got to be getting on a bit. Now, uh, 60, mm. 67. I'm going to go for. What do you think? Is that a bit harsh? No, I think you're about. I don't want to hear Maddie t- Hinch. Do you remember? I always have to remember it's 2021. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. 31 years since Alien is ish, isn't it? Yeah. So, what was she in Alien? Yeah, so you're about right. Yeah, about I'll say 62. 72. Oh, no. good. wow, she is wearing well. Yeah, wow, what about that? Yeah. So what's that? The scores, Jeff. Paul, you're five out. Charlie, ten out. Uh, so it's Paul, twenty. Charlie, twenty-nine. Mm. Okay, Charlie, you're next. Ooh, 
Okay, it's. I'm sure I'm going to pronounce this one right. It's Bell Mooney. Bell Mooney, the writer and broadcaster. Yeah, and uh, she phoned the other day, actually, specifically to speak to myself and my granddaughter. Yes, Bell was ringing for me and my girl. <laughs> oh, nice, lovely. That's good, yeah, yeah. In Loveland. I don't know who she is. Is the problem? <laughs> okay. Tommy Mooney, I know who that is. It's um, not Tommy Mooney. <laughs> it's, it's not Tommy, it's Tommy Johnny Mooney. Weaver. Yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, gosh, I don't know who she is, so I'm going to say 52. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm trying to put an age on her. Um, 60. 75. Oh, Miles out. So Okay, yeah, it's over. yeah. No, we're not necessarily, Charlie. Don't be defeatist. What's that done to the you scores, Jeff? Uh, well, uh, 15 out. Paul, uh, yeah. 23 out, Charlie, mm. so it's 35, plays 52, 17 in it with okay. three to go. Okay. Here we go, okay. next one. Okay, it's the QC and Professor of English Law at the University of Cambridge, Louise Gulliver. Louise Gulliver. Okay. And uh, I came up against her, actually, when I was refereeing a celebrity basketball match. She kept forgetting to bounce the ball, and I had to keep penalising her team <laughs> oh, for Gulliver's travels. Yeah. I wondered how we were going to get That's there. That's a good joke for <laughs> basketball fans. Yeah, nice one for the basketball fans. I wondered how we were going to uh, get Tom, there. It was a Thomas Cook angle <laughs> coming up. So what, what What's her first name? Louise. Louise, Louise, Louise Gulliver. And her years were what? What does she do, Andy? Just remind us. She's the uh, she's a QC and a professor of English law at the University of Cambridge. Okay, mm. uh, Louise Gulliver. Um, 60, I'm going to go for, Charlie. I'm going to say 75. Oh. <laughs> oh she's 61. Oh, it's over. The game's oh, over. Oh, dear. Baker's oh, dear. lost it. Unbelievable. Up. You'd be no good in a dressing room with this sort of attitude. <laughs> It's so, a Johnny Weaver's thrown me yeah, out of the window. I think he's thrown us all. <laughs> he's just phoned up. He's absolutely, absolutely gutted for what we said. Yeah, it's, a, it's a Scylla snowball situation. <laughs> it is, yeah. uh, Paul, you're one out. Charlie, 14 out. It's 36 plays 66. It's yeah. all gone a bit rushed. Yeah, 36 plays 66. Next yeah. up, uh, Charlie's off first. What, uh, okay, what's this come one, on, Andy. Now. Okay, it's uh, birthday number nine is mm. Ursula von der Leyen. Oh, Ursula yeah. von der Leyen, the president, you, the, you do. president of the European Commission and Germany's defence minister oh, okay. from 2013 to 19. Yeah. Ursula von der Leyen. And while she was a student, actually, in London, Ursula stayed with us, actually, but she could never get up in the morning. Alarm clocks, coffee, cold water. <laughs> what did you call Nothing her? worked because Ursula was von der Leyen. Ursula <laughs> <laughs> hmm. was von der Leyen. Lovely. That's very 62. Good. You've gone 60. I think she's a bit younger than oh, that. No. She's, she's, she is wearing very well. Uh, I could be wrong. I'm going to go 54. Well, she's 63. Oh, she yeah. get it. Oh. Come on. She, she looked, I, I see her from a distance. She does lots and lots of only see her from a distance. That's no excuse, is it? So, really. um, what's that done to the scores, Jeff? It does narrow the gap. So, mm. Paul, nine out. Charlie, one out. It's 45, plays 67. So, 22 in it with one to go oh, and Paul okay. to go first. Well, it could be one of those final vo very volatile birthdays. Yeah, you never know. Professor yeah, you never know, of, do you? Of Hungarian at the University of Partick Thistle. So what, <laughs> okay. so, what is it? It's not him. It's Sir Michael Gooley. Of uh... course it is. <laughs> Friends with Sir Johnny Weaver. He knew Johnny Weaver well, didn't he? It was me, he Sir Michael Gooley. Johnny, Johnny Weaver. Chairman of the travel company Trailfinders, Sir Michael Gooley, and uh, the family were at that place that uh, Alan and Ronnie went to for cryogenic therapy. Yeah. It was such a freezing cold mist, you couldn't see the Gooleys. Okay. What? 
You couldn't see the goonies. You couldn't see, I don't get it, you couldn't see, see the, the goonies. goonies. It's, it's go cold, you know, cold. cryogenic see. therapy. Oh, right, oh, right, OK. Oh, oh yeah, of oh, course. He's gone blue. He's gone Walnut bit situation is blue, blue for the dads. Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> um, OK, to, uh, trail finders is one of these kind of old heads. Great, you have to explain them. This known as Gingang in the dressing room. Yeah, it would be known as Gingang. Should have got married to Yvonne Gulagong. She should have had a double-barrelled name, Gooly Gulagong. Although she did get married and her name changed, Charlie. Oh, so that's it, it's over. Two, yeah, that's Mary Johnny Weaver. That ruined it. So, um, <laughs> I'd say he's uh, 70... Overproduced. Yeah, he's over. It's honestly, I've got a point. Oh, yeah, really. 71. Go on, Charlie. I've forgotten who we were talking about. Yeah, you've got 22. So Michael Gooley. 71. So, you've so got Michael to go Gooley. 94, I guess. I know, so but, that, but it's pointless. I don't think he's that old. I think he's older than 71. Okay. Trail finders. There's no point There's saying no point. he's 76, is so, there? No, so I've got to go 94. I've got to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't. You could have gone lower. He's not. He's not. <laughs> well, he's not 50. Is he? Not, let's find so out. Let's find out. He is, in fact, Sir Michael Gooley, 85. Oh, oh you so were right, close. Charlie. Yeah, yeah. So close. So what's that done to the scores? Yeah, how's it end today? Well, close the gap in the end. Charlie nine out. Paul, you were uh, fourteen out. Mm. So it's final scores. Charlie seventy six. Paul fifty nine. Paul moves into a six three lead. Well done. Well done. Well done. It, was, uh, it, well was, it done. wasn't a. a, a we Can we quite, get some like, younger people? <laughs> we were quite poor second half. <laughs> and uh, well, we'll always have Sir Johnny Weaver, Andy. Whatever happens. <laughs> Can you send me the same notes you send Paul before the tournament? <laughs> <laughs> I'll speak to you tomorrow, Andy. Thank you very much. Lovely. Andy is with us in the studio. Uh, and well done, Paul. Thank you, Jeff. Catch up with you next week. All the All, best. Always a pleasure. And we'll always have that Maddie Hinch joke, which we I are. think was one of Andy's uh, best. It was. Well, it was good. Very good. It was good. Uh, so there we are. There's the birthday spread. Matt, we know Max listens to this yeah, on the podcast. He'll be thrilled. I'm getting thrashed. But at the he'll be thrilled to hear you question one of the scores. <laughs> oh, good. Because he'll like. It's getting under Charlie's skin. This is yeah, where it's bothering yeah. him. And it he'll, is. he'll be pleased. Not just me. He'll be. Yeah, we play a game called Time Difference on Saturdays, Paul, yeah. which is is scored in a similar way oh yeah, yeah and yeah. I've won the last two of those V Max as well and he's furious don't, don't like it that. does he so does, does not, like, not it. like it the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast there we are that was this afternoon show Charlie Lovely stuff Paul you are back on Saturday, Saturday morning the game day warm up we go to the first round of the Autobiography Wars Champions League which is a three year competition Paul oh, so, and who's involved in uh, it's round? Alan Brazil with David Lloyd on Saturday oh, which Alan Brazil book well, which uh, is the, the most second recent one I think oh, right, okay. the most recent one the yeah, seminal yeah. second I think so Alan Brazil waiting time um, and so, yeah, you'll be back with me and next then back Tuesday. Next Tuesday, love Marvellous. OK, Andy with me tomorrow. Ollie Murs among oh. our guests tomorrow. Good we look forward to that. He's, He's good, always good, good value. Yeah, bit of United and more. Uh, I hope you can join us. If not, podcast available around 4.30. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 